Every Friday, we catch up with individuals that have started projects inspired by the lockdown period. And today is no different. On our segment, Hashtag Lockdown Community, we find the men of the law. Who probably has been kept busy in the last while. Arresting people, but at the same time, cushioning the blow, doing good on the other side. Then the one and only Sergeant Matume. Sarsant, good morning this morning. Welcome to SAFM. Thank you for waking up so early, but you used to waking up early anyway. Good morning. Morning, 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 Bramandra. How are you, sir? I'm fine, and you, man. Yes, it's all good, it's all good. How's Alex today? No, I'm not in Alex. I'm still in the rural. I'm in Tanin Ramchinari village. Well, I'm, I was here for giving back to my community. I'm still at home. Must be good to be home, ne? Yeah, no, it's very, very good. It's very good. Just, hey, you see the the poverty that we see here is bad. Yes, yeah, that, that, that's always the downside of uh, this Rainbow Nation picture, isn't it? Yes, no, that's true. Sergeant, you've been in the police, in the police um, force for how long now? Now it's, it's 10 years, 10 years. From 2009. Gee, what made you go in? Yeah, a friend of mine just encouraged me that no man, let's let's go and and help the country because they were looking for the police for 2010 World Cup. So it's when this friend of mine encouraged me that no, let's go, let's go and try something so that we can help the country. So it's when we, we go in. And I'm told that uh, training in Amanskrali is rough as well, ne? Yeah, not really, but I was in Eastern Cape. I was in Eastern Cape in Bisho. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. uh, learned an extra language as well in the process. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you are from Limpopo, you don't even know the the beach. So when we arrived there, when they give us the time to go to to break, like we have to go to East London just to see the, the sea, you know, the beach, because it was the first time, so it was good. Eh? Nice one. Now, as a man of the law, you found yourself in a very interesting position, given that uh, the lockdown affected everybody. You, as a man of the law, um, were entrusted in making sure that uh, we behave. Talk to us about that. How has it been? Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, but uh, as the man of law, we are trying by all means to can try to encourage the people to to behave. But uh, it's not easy. But we try by by all means that. Uh, the pandemic that we are facing is very, 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 very tough. But uh, because of we have been trained to deal with the people, we have to make sure that uh, we we talk to the people on the street. We do the right thing. We encourage them to do social distancing all the time. Wearing the mask when they go, whatever way they are going. Try by all means to can teach them because a lot of some of them they don't have information regarding to this pandemic but uh, we are trying by all means because our commanders are every day they tell us that you no know, what you must expect on the street so we try by all means to can do the right thing on the street
As somebody who lives and works in and around Alexandria, you must have been confronted with uh, difficulties and the sobering truth about the people's challenges. Do you want to talk to us about that? Yeah, you know, in, in, in around Alex, uh, there is a lot of poverty because every day when you are on the street, you see people with trolley trying to can pick up things and go and sell in the scrapyard. So almost every day, you see people that know. When you talk to them, they'll tell you that, hey, my man, I just want to go and pick up this thing and go and sell in the scrapyard so that I can... I can get something to eat because of on this lockdown and this COVID-19, a lot of people are not working and then there is no income. So the poverty is very bad and you can see there is a lot of sharks around, you know. So these are the things that we see every day when we are on the line of duty. You say there are sharks in Alex, Sergeant? Yes, I'm talking about sharks. I'm talking about Mikuku, you know. Oh, oh. Shacks. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. 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 Yeah. And also the the challenge of overcrowding is is, is, is is a serious one. Yeah, the problem of overcrowding is a serious one because people are sitting next to each other. They go inside. They shake. They came out. you see them on the street. When we pass, they will run inside. But when we when we are there, they run inside, but when we go, they come again on the street. These are the challenges that we are having because of overcrowding. Yes. Now, you took it upon yourself. Uh, by the way, uh, happy 40th birthday. Naughty 40s. Yes, Kunzimada. Yeah, yeah, yes. Very tough. You know, that's why I, I realized that because of I see what is happening on the street. Let me just do something. For the community so when i contacted my friend that no policeman can you make me a list in alex so you went some of my friends went to river park in alex lombardi east no lombardi west somewhere there's a squatter camp we make the list of the people we even went to another place called premier view organic market is the shack so we made about 40 list of people so that uh, we can distribute the food after so when I get uh, another guy that I know he organized me the food parcels from there we phone those people one by one we make a list we call them they came we went and distribute to them 40 families after it was on the 28th of April it's when the following day I said to my guys that now I'm going home to Zanin and Ramjiani village that I'm going to even there to can look for the disabled people. So there was a, this young man that I always contact in my village. He met with the ladies that are working with home-based care. They managed to help us to can get the names of the disabled people around my village. So we got the 40 names of disabled people from my village. So on Saturday, we contacted those who can walk. They came to my place. We, because of, I organized the food, 
the voucher from one of the shops in the town. They we bought the forty food parcels, and in my village, I checked about three women who are selling masks. We went there and buy uh, ten, fifteen, ten from those ladies that are selling on the on my village selling masks. From there, we took the mask and put it on all the plastics. So that everybody can have the mask that is getting the food parcels. It's when they came, we distributed about 20 in my house, and uh, we drove all over the village, giving them one by one the one that they were on the on the list. That's what that's what happened on Saturday. So I was so happy to can enjoy my birthday with the disabled people on, on the date of May. So all of this you did to celebrate your birthday, but you also were thinking that uh, you are in a different position than someone in a worse position, and you thought to celebrate that, help somebody. Yes, because we wanted to show even the people somewhere that normal. Because of we can't just make parties all the time. Even it's not bad to make parties, but sometimes why can't I, I do something different? I do something different whereby I can just share with the poor. After sharing with the poor, they can see that no, there are some people who are working, they can come and take care of us. Even if these people are getting grant, but it's not enough. But because of us, we are working, we can come together, we help the poor, because we cannot just wait for the government to do everything for our people. So even as it's our responsibility to can help the the community in the ground. I, I must commend you as well for thinking of people with disabilities and also uh, thinking of caregivers because uh, since COVID-19 has started, we are not really saying a lot about caregivers, ne? Yeah, it's very bad because what I saw in my village, there are a lot of disabled people and we we don't have the place like home base the homes whereby they where i'm working in johannesburg there are a lot of homes where they put disabled people old people so these people they are just staying in the house our people they will just lock the house and go and do their stuff they'll just put the water there and go and come back and go and come back so i was talking to the guy that was helping that why can't our people do something about this thing? Because it's very bad. These people, they get grant, but uh, that grant is not doing what it's supposed to do because of the poverty in the in the villages. Why can't we have the homes, like we have the clinics, we have the homes whereby all the disabled people, we can put them in the one place, we hire the people, they take care of them. Like uh, every village has got library, Everybody's got a clinic. Why can't we have this thing? Because these people, they are living in in a bad condition in the villages. This, of course, you do, and you do realize, uh, Sergeant, that you are highlighting a national problem. Yes, because hey, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, the way I saw things when we were distributing food parcel around, it was very bad. And I uh, some of the things that touched me, I gave 40 people, but a lot of people again came 
came the following day said, no, even mine at my home, we've got a people that, that is disabled. So where is my food parcel? It was a, it was bad because I didn't have enough. It was only 40. So I have to explain, but even when you explain, people think maybe you got this food parcel from the government. You don't want to give them. Maybe you have sold them. I said, no, I just decided to organize this food parcel from my friends and my own pocket. So it was not enough. I'm sorry, but I'll do something. But uh, you can see these people when they're talking to me that they need those food when they hear people that you know so-and-so got food parcel, so-and-so got food parcel, but me, I didn't get food parcel. So it's, it's very bad. Sure. I hope somebody from uh, social development, from health uh, is listening. Uh, to this uh, sergeant uh, because obviously as you say you're highlighting something very very crucial very important that needs to be addressed so that uh, you know uh, the road to dealing with the inequalities uh, is, is is really 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 traveled with a sense of purpose so because as i'm speaking these people there is no water you know now we are speaking about people where they have to wash their hands now and then. But as I'm speaking, since from I was here last week, Friday, the taps they are dry. We never have water in the village. So what is happening is these families, they have to take the grand money from those disabled people. They have to go and buy water from where there is a borehole. From there they can provide to those disabled people. So it's very, very bad in the in the villages it needs as the people that uh, we are working we come together and see what to do because it's very bad to to our community at all in large do, do, is this going to be an ongoing project because i think by now not only do people come to ask for help but there are people who are thinking you're onto something good here that would want to help is this going to be an ongoing project yes this is going to be ongoing project because I was speaking to my friends that uh, we are identifying the things that we can do in the community because some of the things government can cannot do but we in the ground we are looking to a lot of things that we can do from there we get something so that we can help like uh, the issue of water if we can get the borehole whereby the community can just go and fetch water and go home and do whatever that they can do. Unlike that grand money every day, they have to buy water to can wash their hands, to can wash their teeth, can wash their clothes. But some of the things, if we as the community, we can just come together, we do the bowl from the villages so that our people can just have water. Even if that water bowl, they're not good. But when they arrive home, they can boil them and try to can can drink but this is going to be ongoing things that we are going to identify a lot of things because uh, what i saw is there's a lot of things that we as the people we can do in the in the village people are are poor in the villages mm. how do we get hold of you sir Sant? because i mean i i know you've got protocols at work and you've got other protocols outside work how can uh, people who want to help, people who want to volunteer, uh, get in touch with you and your friends as a collective. 
No, people that can contact me on my number on zero seven three three seven four eight three four seven, or they can email me on leveco six at gmail dot com. It's l e b e k o numeric six at gmail dot com, so that we 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 can talk and see what to do with the community. Sir Sant, you're a blessing to a lot of people, and uh, I hope you get blessed many times over. And uh, we hope uh, we are, you know, toasting you for another 40 years. And uh, you don't even look 40, you look 35. Nice, clean shaven. Hey, yeah. Charmer of note. Thank you so much for the work that you do. And thank you for waking up so early. And I hope that, uh, you know, everyone listening and everyone that wants to make a difference, at least, will get in touch with you. And uh, you can grow this community uh, to beyond the actual area where you live, but to take it to everywhere where there's a need. Thanks very much, Bramanda. Let's hope our people that uh, where we come from, people, they need help. Let's go to the communities and help our people in the villages and make a difference so that uh, we can grow the good South Africa. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Have a fabulous day and a happy youth month. Nice and young and 40. Happy youth month, Sergeant. Thanks, Ramanja. Really appreciate it. Lovely. Thank you. That's uh, Sergeant Matume Ratupetsani. He works in Alexandra. Uh, he celebrated his 40th birthday by, uh, you know, digging deep into his pockets. He spoke to his friends and, uh, you know, uh, donated food parcels, not only in Alex, where he lives, where he works uh, currently and lives, but also he went back home. Uh, to his village to go and donate and as as well and uh, in the process discovered that there's a whole lot more to be done so there it is call him up on 073-374-8347 or send him an email libeko6 at gmail.com l-e-b-e-k-o-6 at gmail.com and be part of the solution because he definitely is part of the solution